Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. The Bell and Pollock Legal Show, the only show of its kind. I'm Gary Bell, along with Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We're located in Denver. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. And Brad and I and our law firm, we do injury cases all over the state of Colorado and we have for years. We'll be glad to help you. We'll be glad to give you a free initial consultation. We'll be glad to give you a free legal game plan. You just give us a call at 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Or just go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. In the mountains, you can call us at 970-870-8989. We are injury attorneys on our website, championsofthepeople.com. We have a lot of information for you. We have what you need to know before you talk to the adjuster for the first time. We have nine books published. They're free to you. All you have to do is go to championsofthepeople.com, download an e-copy free at any time. If you want a hard copy, just call us at 303-795-5900, and we'll be glad to give you a hard copy of any or all of our books. No problem. We have books on attractive nuisance. We have books on negligence. We have books on car insurance. We have books on car accidents. We have books on uh, premises liability, legal game plans. We trademark protected the concept of legal game plan, and we wrote a book called Legal Game Plan. You have to have one. You must have one. So we're glad to do it, and today's show, all right, you ready for this? Got a job offer for you, $20,000 a week. Want the job? Job well, offer, well, $20,000 a week. That, that's a million dollars a year. It's over a million dollars a year. Yeah, it is a million dollars a year. You it's go a, through that. You know, it's a, a actually a million $40,000 a year. Yeah. You, know, you got a little bit of money you can throw towards taxes, and you won't net a million, but you're doing pretty good at 20000 a week. So who wants the, the $20,000 a week job? Let me tell you what the conditions are of the job. Then Brad will tell you some of the other conditions of the job. You don't need any special qualifications. You don't ever get a pay raise. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. That no special qualifications is something I can go for. Yeah. I don't have to have any special qualifications, no. and I can make $20,000 20, a, a week. no problem. Okay, now we're going, but, but, but I don't know about this pay raise. I may want a pay raise. You know, you, you don't get a pay raise. You get no vacation. Well, you, no, 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 no vacation. You get no, no bonuses. No. You get no time off. You work 24-7. You can't sleep. Whoa, 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 whoa. 24-7? You work 24-7. Well, somebody's got to help me. With well, that. Yeah, you try to sleep, but you can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm no, not so allowed you, to sleep. You work 24-7. And, I, and somebody's got to work while I at least rest, or somebody's got to take it while I'm resting. Yeah, you can try to rest, but you can't. I can't that's rest. Part, that's part of the job. Well, this job's not 20000 a week. Now. I'm not liking it as much. No. No no paid time off. No sick time. Uh-oh. You don't get any help on your job. Nobody's going to help you. You're kind of on your own. There's no retirement plan. There's no 401k, right? There's no change of jobs. You can't change jobs. You're done. You're stuck in this job right here. And this job is for the rest of your life. There's no retirement age. There's no early retirement. There's no golden parachute. There's well, no late retirement. There's no retirement. How am I going to enjoy the million dollars? You're not. Well, I don't, I don't, no time off. I don't, I have to work 24 seven and I never get to retire. How am I going to enjoy the million dollars? Right, probably not. And there's no recreational activities. Uh, you say, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll read, but you can't read. Uh, you can't you can't enjoy life. The activities you like and the recreational activities you want and like are taken away from you. 
So what kind of job is this? What are you talking about? You want that job? 20 grand a week, ready to go. No, I don't think so. Okay, this is an example of exactly how an injury goes and an injury affects you or your family member. That's it. Would you want 20 grand for all those conditions? And you say, well, yeah, but I can, maybe I can fudge on one or two. No, you can't fudge. You can't change jobs. You're, you're, you're working 24-7. That's how an injury goes. You say, well, I can go to sleep. Yeah, people can't sleep. They take drugs. They take medication. They do exercising. They can't sleep. They can't get comfortable. They can't be a couch potato. No time off. No breaks. You don't even get a break. There's no break. It's just the way it's going to be. You mean the pain is constant? Pain is constant. 100%. The limitations are constant. The impairments are constant. They're permanent. They're what we call forever injuries. Forever injuries, and they're there. So, Brad, now let's talk about insurance companies. You're, you know, our typical example is you're in a motor vehicle accident, and then, boom, you're hit, you're injured. And let's say the doctor says, well, you know, you're just going to have to learn to live with this. It's permanent. How do insurance companies value these claims? What do they start looking at first? And you guys are going to get your eyes open today. Well, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm not so sure they'll ever accept the doc saying, yeah, you're permanent, your injury is permanent, you'll just have to live with it. The insurance companies always say there's a doc out there who will say those injuries are not permanent. There's a doc out there who will say that they'll get better and they can get better and they'll get better just as soon as they get money. So the insurance companies first look and see, say, we got to go find that doc. We know there's one out there that'll be on our side, so we got to get it. The other thing is the insurance companies don't really care about those type of things that, that we've talked about. Uh, they don't value it that way. That's not the way they see it. They see it as uh, how do we hold on to this money and keep it in our corporate tills. Yeah, but Brad, talk, talk to us about we just went through all the things that you go through for a, with a forever injury. We just went through it. But, but what do insurance companies look at? You just said the magic words. They don't look at all those factors. Talk to us. Talk to us and educate us on medical bills. They first go to a default like a computer to well, how much are your medical bills, right? Well, they're first of all always going to say that the medical bills are are too high, that they're not appropriate amounts, that the doctor is charging too much, that's caring for you, and that the future medical bills you're talking about are are just guesswork anyway, because not only are they too high, but you can't assume they're going to raise every year, go up every year, although they always have. And you can't assume that you're going to need that medical bill because you are probably going to get better or you're not going to spend it, that money on the medical bills anyway because you're going to pull out of it. So they always have an excuse on why you don't need the money for medical bills. Of course, they also secretly, I believe, because they don't want to come out and say it, say, so what if you, if you end up needing it, if you don't get the money from us, you can always go on Medicaid and you can let the public pay for it. You can let the taxpayers pay for Incredible it. Incredible point. Yeah, our, uh, our persons, the people who are insured, cause your injury. Our persons cause your need for medical care. And, and uh, we have the money that we can use towards that, but we'd rather keep it and have you go to the taxpayers. And have you get the money from the taxpayers because um, there's one thing they like is to make sure that they don't, if they can get the taxpayers to pay it instead of them, then they keep the money again. That's an incredible point. And, and it's, it's lurking behind the scenes somewhere. It's behind the curtain somewhere. So insurance companies really start looking. The first thing they look at is how much are your past medical bills. And as Brad just said, they don't want to talk about. They don't want to look at your future medical bills. I mean, you might have surgery coming up in three months, but they don't want to look at that. 
because they say or think that's too speculative. You might change your mind. But the doctor says you need it. Your nerve roots are being impinged by L3, L4, L5 in your lumbar spine. You need the surgery. You need decompression surgery or you need fusion surgery or you need injections or you need transferaminal epidural steroid injections. You need the treatment that's going to continue in the future. No, 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 no. We just want to look at your past medical bills, let's just say of $32,000. That's what your past medical bills are. So we're going we're gonna to use that as our anchor. We're going to start with that, okay, because we're not going to talk about future medical bills because of all the reasons Brad said a minute ago. We think it's too speculative. We don't think it's reasonable. And we're going to find a doctor somewhere that's going to say, you don't need it. You just don't need it. But what about you? What about your job of $20,000 a week? What about the fact you don't get any time off? What about these forever injuries? So, Brad, let's, then the next thing they look at is, well, what are the special damages? This is how they do things. They look at your medical bills. Let's say they're thirty-two grand, and they might offer you twenty-four grand. That, that that doesn't even cover the amount of your past past medical bills. Not to mention, Brad, all the other damages, injuries, and losses and categories you can legitimately recover for. Sure, they believe that you're like you said that they they are not going to pay you if they can avoid. They're not going to pay you the what was the amount of actual medical bills because they do believe that you can get that reduced or you can do a way to avoid paying that money. Um, and they want you to go out and do that for their benefit, not for your benefit, but for their benefit. And so they start looking and then they, they, they say, well, we're, we're not going to give you much credit for any other kind of specific uh, charges or expenses you have. Because really, all you would have really had were the medical bills, and those have been addressed in our offer that we're giving you, that we, you could take this amount of money, whatever it is, and you can go negotiate with all these people and, and get your bill reduced or, get, or make it so um, you're at a break-even point. And after all, that's all you should get is break-even. You shouldn't get anything for what you've gone through. Because that's life. Well, when they pay for your medical bills, they didn't pay for your physical impairments. They didn't pay for your functional limitations. They didn't pay for your loss of uh, enjoyment of life. They didn't pay for all the categories we covered in the beginning. You just have a job 24-7 that you can't get rid of. You can't change jobs. You can't retire from. You can't retire. You, can't, you, don't get no, you, don't get no, you get no benefits. You get no time off. Uh, you don't get a promotion. Oh, but you, you can't say they won't get better. You know, you, you, that's insurance companies say you can't say you won't get better that she won't get better that well at 42 years old and what are you when are you going to get better 67 is that what we're going to be doing here well you get better you know and and by the way you can't you can't tell us what date it is or what year it is or when it's going to happen so the bottom line give you nothing and some people with a concussion they can't read anymore their favorite pastime is reading they can't work on their computer screen if brad and i told you that we're going to take away your phone and your iPad and your computer for the rest of your life because, in essence, if you can't use it and you get dizzy and it, and it makes you nauseous and you try and you cry and you try and you can't do it, then it's, in, in effect, taken away from you. You lost it. Absolutely, you lost it. Well, the the... the the, the first argument they always make is you can't prove that. And our doctor says you're just fine. And if you're not fine, it certainly wasn't caused by the crash. It was caused by something that happened to occur at the same time. Right. You're listening to the Bell & Pollock Legal Show. I'm Gary Bell along with Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell & Pollock. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. We do cases all over the state of Colorado. And we have for years. We can help you if you give us a call at 303 303- 
3037955900 that's 3037955900 in the mountains you can call us at 9708708989 that's 8708989 or from the comfort of your own phone your computer your iPad your tablet your laptop championsofthepeople.com that's our website championsofthepeople.com you couldn't forget that if you tried championsofthepeople.com will be glad to champion your case your claim today we're talking about this job officer offer of twenty thousand dollars a week now you, yeah, you've heard it so far we're not finished but you want the job you want i mean it's good money great money you want the job you want the forever injuries you want what you like to do in life taken away you want to be limited you want to be uh, held that way you want to be confined you want to be uh, restricted, and you're going to have an insurance company that tell you, tell you, don't worry about it. But tell you what, there's something you can do about this. You can solve this problem, but you got to fight for it. Bell and Pollock can fight for you for it. That's what attorneys do. That's what good attorneys do. And no, you just don't take the, the insurance company's answer. Well, we're just going to look at the past medical bills. No, you're not. There's ways to prove this. You have to have a legal game plan. To do it, at Bell & Pollock, we can give you a legal game plan. We can do it for you. That's what we do. 303-795-5900. Brad, let's talk about quick settlements a second. And I know you've had a lot of experience at this. Uh, They offer you a quick settlement. How does that work? And why does that be, why is that even offered? Well, that's another one that's very interesting to me because, you know, I, I, I watch and I'm not going to say anybody, but I watch TV quite often. I see commercials where people talk about the fact we're going to get you paid and we're going to get you paid fast and you're going to get your money fast. And I'm going, sometimes that's not all that good. And then you, you get the cases where somebody says, well, you know, we had a person get hurt in a car crash and they were offered $0 and we got them $1.8 million, uh, or we got a verdict for $1.8 million at court. And, you know, you're going, okay, first of all, it's $1.8 million collectible. But even if you did say it's collectible, uh, I can promise you, you didn't make a quick settlement. Uh, you had to go to court, and that takes a long time. So the promises were going to get you fast money, fast gold. There it is, just wa- laying in the streets for you to pick up and gather. Just really is something that has to be analyzed. Um, and, and the first way you analyze it is that sit down and, and, and grab your Internet and start taking a look at how often uh, it can take or how long it can take to know whether or not your body fully recovers from an injury and whether or not you have 100% recovery or if you have any vestiges left. Because uh, you get a case for a resolution normally, I'm not saying all the time, but normally has to get to a point where you know what the future holds. Yeah, or at least you have uh, within a reasonable degree of medical probability what the future holds. Because how can you decide what a case is worth and what the settlement should be if you don't know what the future holds for that person with regard to their injury? You know, I tell you what, uh, we've said this before on the air on our Saturday morning uh, K-House show and, and other places, but people come in and we give you a free initial consultation and free legal game plan. But a lot of people ask me, and I'm sure they ask Brad, I'm not in his meetings, but uh, they ask us, you know, what's, what's my case worth? What do you think my case is worth? And my answer to them is you're, you're going to laugh. I'm going to give you this answer. You're going to laugh from, uh, at this answer from an attorney, but I don't know. And they give me this expression like you're an experienced attorney, years and years in the business, and you don't know. And I explain them, I don't know. Because I don't know if you're going to get better in a week or if I don't know if this is going to last for six weeks. And I don't know if you have a low back injury, if you're going to need surgery in four months. Those 
are factors you need to know. And when you get a quick settlement from the insurance company, they don't know those things. A quick settlement here within a week, two days from the date of the crash. Here, we'll give you, we'll pay for your medical bills and we'll give you $500 for pain and suffering. You got to be kidding me. Really? Seriously? So, no, I don't know. And that's the honest answer. But I will know. And we will fight for you. And we will not listen to all these default answers of, well, your medical bills are only X dollars. So your case isn't worth much. What? What did it do to you? How did it disrupt you, your life, your family, your family life? How do you prove that? You need experienced lawyers. 303-795-5900, 303-795-5900, Bell and Pollock, or just go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. Brad, let's do one more thing, a really educational piece here. Everybody draw a line down the middle of a piece of paper. On the left-hand side, you put, how did the accident happen, the crash, and liability? Who's at fault? And on the right-hand side of the piece of paper, you put my injuries, damages, and losses. So, Brad, let's take it from the insurance company perspective a minute. So they got a case, and they look at the left-hand side of the paper, and they look to see how the accident happened. So if there's clear liability, Brad, and they always always fight fight it anyway, but if there's clear liability, somebody sitting at a red light, boom, they're hit. It's the insured's fault, so they're going to shift over to the right-hand side of the ledger, your damages, injuries, and losses, and they're going to attack that. If they can't attack liability, and if they can't attack how the accident happened, they're going to attack damages. Take us through that. Well, you know, even if they can't attack liability, they're going to attack damages. But in your example where they can't attack liability, um, they're still never going to admit liability. No. Not, not until you get them right at the courthouse steps uh, where they finally will admit it or a few days before. And they only do that so they can exclude some of the evidence that you've been putting together to bring people in to show the accident or show the uh, what happened and how the crash occurred. So they're going to, uh, they're going to try and avoid that by uh, admitting liability. And, and saying we don't want to, uh, we don't want you to know what we were doing here, and how it was being done, uh, and and what the person was doing, and how, what what their conduct was, because the jury might get a little upset with them. Uh, so then they say this is only a case concerning damages, and it, when it's only a case concerning damages, so you can't consider the conduct of the um, of the defendant. You can't consider the conduct of the negligent driver. You can't consider the fact that um, they might have been d- driving a defective car. You can't consider the fact that they uh, fell asleep at the wheel because we've admitted that. And because we've admitted it, there should be no no question about any 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 of those areas, and it shouldn't come before the jury. So now all we're going to do is we're just going to focus on the the plaintiff and their injuries, and we're going to start chipping away at all all the little times that the plaintiff has had in other experiences some problem with that part of their body. Or if you're saying that it's, it's caused them the inability to maybe carry out certain activities, then they're going to show where other parts of their body have been injured in one form or another, and that's why they can't carry out those activities. Okay, so if they can't attack the accident or the way the accident happened on the left side of the piece of paper, you got the accident, what we call liability, who's a, meaning who's at fault. If they can't attack that so well, they're still not going to admit it. Then they're going to attack the right-hand side of the ledger. What's on the right-hand side? Your life. You. Your injuries. You. Your damages. You. Your medical treatment. That's what they're going to attack. And, and we've taught you over the years how they do this, and we're going to give you a flavor of a couple of things right now. They see, first of all, well, did you, did you go to the hospital in the ambulance? Oh, no, you didn't. 
You refuse the ambulance. It says right here in the records, the EMTs came and you refuse the ambulance. Th- this is all solvable. Bell and Pollock can solve these for you. We're just educating you on how they do it. And if you know how they do it, you can get rid of it. You can attack it yourself. Then, Brad, they go to, well, you went to the ER. And we all know ER doctors are fantastic. They're great. But they're there to save your life. And if you don't have a life-threatening situation, then they discharge you from their from the emergency room. That doesn't mean they got every uh, nuanced every injury in your left ankle and your right hip and your low back and your thoracic and sacroiliac region or your clavicle injury. That doesn't mean they diagnosed all that and treated all that. They don't treat all that. No, they don't treat all that. Emergency rooms are to make sure that somebody's not going to die or get worse or have a bigger problem. And a lot of times they can't even determine whether or not you're going to get worse. Uh, They're there for the essential purposes of keeping people alive and taking care of life-threatening situations. Uh, and, and quite often a person can show up in the emergency room, can get all sorts of, uh, of looked at or can be told, go home, or they look at them real quick and they say, go home. And if the problem persists, call your doctor. What are they admitting when they say that? Well, exactly, exactly. Say that again. They say, if the problem persists, call your doctor. Or if it gets worse, call your doctor. They'll say either one. If the problem persists or gets worse, call your doctor. So is there a chance? There's a chance because they put it in the discharge instructions, Right. That's exactly right. It's in there, and they're not putting it in because they think that that just doesn't happen. But the insurance company will tell you that doesn't happen. You're your worst at the time of the accident, That's according what they to the say. insurance company. That's but you exactly can beat right. this. That's what they say. The minute you get out of your car, you're at your worst. Nothing can get worse from the moment you get out of your car, according to the insurance companies, according to defense lawyers. Although the, the, the paperwork specifically says if it gets worse— then call your doctor. Right. My other, my other one, they, they, the insurance companies always say, well, they took an MRI, they took an X-ray, and it's normal. And in doctor talk, it's non-remarkable. And so far, it's normal. And therefore, you can't be injured if it's normal. That's so far from the truth, it's not even funny. Yes, you can be. We're showing you some attacks, but if you know the attacks and you have a legal game plan, you can fight to win the war, right? You can fight to win the war. You, you haven't lived... Until you've lived, you've watched through and sat through doctors, ER doctors' depositions, and they say, "Well, doctor, did you do an examination of the low back?" Yes. And did you find anything significant? Not really. They're looking for life-threatening injuries. And was was it tender to palpation? Yes, it was. Was it tender on the right side? Yes, it was. Was it tender on the left side? No, it wasn't. Well, then, doctor, you didn't find any serious thing wrong with her back. And then when, you get, when we get to question, doctor, isn't it true that somebody can be checked out of your emergency room and have serious, significant back problems later? Yes, of course. We don't check for all that. Isn't it true they can even have surgery after they leave your ER? Yes, of course. Isn't it true you can have injections and, and facet joint syndromes and facet joint injuries after they leave your, your, your ER? Yes, of course. Listen to those words. Those fight for you, those fight for your life, and those fight against the insurance company. It's the only way it can happen. You've got to make sure you're willing to take the fight, that you're willing to understand the fight, and that you've got lawyers who will stick with you through the fight. If you don't have that, then you're going to find out that you're going to get a quick settlement that's not going to fully compensate you. And that quick settlement is going to be something that you're going to be stuck with because once you sign the paperwork, basically once you say it's a deal, you're, you're put in a position where you're pretty much stuck with the deal you've got. How many times over the years, Brad, have we had somebody call us and say, I was in an accident uh, and I, I was injured 
and um, I've been getting this treatment. And oh, by the way, Brad, and oh, by the way, Gary, I, I settled my case and I signed the papers. Is there any way I can get out of that? Yeah, I can't, I can't tell you how many times that's happened. And the bottom line is, the most you can tell them is, it's too late. It's too late. And you, you did it. Um, you knew what you were doing. You got involved in it. You did get, though, what was promised to you of a quick settlement. You, you just didn't get a good one. You maybe got $1,500, and now you got medical bills of 24000 and ongoing. Or fifteen thousand on the twenty-four thousand medical bills, or twenty-four thousand on the twenty-four thousand medical bills, because nobody cared about the future. It was a quick settlement. It put some quick money in everybody's pocket, and it was done. And everybody's happy except you, your life, your injuries, your impairments, your forever injury. You're forever injured. You want the job? Twenty thousand dollars a week, and you can't do any of those. You don't get any promotion. You want the job? Call Bell and Pollock, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Or go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. We call it that because we are your champions of the people. See you next week.